0: You're listening to LaBeau's Life Lessons, where we believe that you can change if you truly want to. Listen and take notes from our dynamic host, LaBeau Colbert. You're sure to learn something you didn't know. Remember to follow and share this message with someone you love. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to LaBeau's Life Lessons. So, hey, Brittany, thank you so much. Um, we are going to continue the Healthy Lifestyle series. So last time uh, we talked about healthy relationships. That episode is available at laboselifelessons.com, or you can go to any podcast streaming platform, Amazon, Music, um, Audible, Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you listen to, I, uh, Apple Podcasts um and this episode is also going to be uploaded guys Um, sometimes i also upload to youtube so we're going to talk about mindset and i'm going to try to go fast because i have some keys at the end that i want to make sure i get as many in as possible okay so in this series we're going to be talking about every aspect of life so today we're going to be talking about mindset having a healthy mindset I have a whole slew of things we're going to talk about. Each episode is going to be topical, so you can go right to the episode you need. We're going to have one about he- uh, physical health. We're going to have one about your children, one about your friendships, everything. And I'm making everything super applicable. So today, what I'm going to give you guys is questions you can ask yourself. And don't don't try to answer it now. Um, but things you can write down and think about later. And I wouldn't tell you to do anything that I wouldn't do. I do this for myself. And uh, so I'm gonna give you these things and then it's gonna include questions and just things to think about uh, so you can start working on that. And that's how every episode is gonna be. So today we're talking about how to achieve and maintain a healthy mindset in 12 steps. 12 steps now some of you may be thinking um, that I don't know I don't know what you're thinking I'm I'm not going to assume but I'm going to say that this is not going to be I'm not going to give the type of advice you think I'm going to give because I'm talking about actually um, using things you can apply right a lot of times when people talk about mindsets they just give the keys right they just you know they tell stories or they give the keys I'm gonna give keys but I'm also going to give you things to do because a lot of people on my TikToks they often ask me well how do you do this how do you transform your mind in this way or that way they want real steps that's what we what I'm trying to do now okay Sometimes I make the mistake of just calling things out without actually showing people how to overcome it. So I'm trying to be better at that. All right, let's go. Number one. Hey, possibly not a, all right, well let's roll. Number one, you have to assess. Here's your first question. How honest are you willing to be about your weakness? How honest are you willing to be about your weaknesses? Okay, we all have them. You need to take, the first step is taking inventory of your voids and of your weaknesses. If you don't recognize your weaknesses, these are the things that people will be able to recognize about you. When a person isn't aware of themselves and they have weaknesses that they refuse to acknowledge or address properly, they are the ones who rub people the wrong way in different environments. Um, They're the ones that, that go from place to place getting into it with people because they're not addressing their baggage. We all have it. There's a difference between, the difference in people is who's willing to admit it and address it and who isn't, right? So the first step, assess your weaknesses. Assess your voids. Many of us cannot get to where we want to go in life because our weaknesses are holding us back. Our weaknesses are holding us back because we're not addressing them, okay? So how honest are you willing to be with yourself about your weaknesses? Number two, the second step is accountability. After you assess your weaknesses, it's time to think about accountability. Here's your second question. To whom am I truly accountable? To whom am I truly accountable? Some people, don't have anybody that they feel accountable to. Some people feel accountable to their children. They feel, I need to be better for them. Some people are accountable to their spouse. Some people are accountable to their mentor. Some people are accountable to their pastor, to their parents, to their friend, to their faith. Some people don't have any accountability in their lives. And it shows, okay? So I. this is what you have to do. Identify the role that you have played in your circumstances. That's what accountability is about. Accountability is not not only about making ourselves accountable for what we want to do, but also what we have done. If you don't acknowledge what you have done, the role that you play, the personal accountability, okay? that you have to take in what you did. What did you do to to contribute to this circumstance? Then you are doomed, if you don't do that, you are doomed to repeat the same. This is how we have a cycle of the same things happening to us because we aren't looking at ourselves and, and asking ourselves what accountability Did I have in this? What did I do in this situation? I was trying to explain this to somebody yesterday. I was saying that when you're stupid, stupid things happen to you. When you're foolish, foolish things happen to you. When you're wicked, wicked things happen to you. I'm talking about repeatedly, as a habit. Because some people are good inside, but they're foolish. They're good inside, but they're blind. They're good inside, but they have weakness that makes them continue to have the same type of problems reoccur because they won't address their role in it. So this person says, well, um, no, there's people out here who, they don't deserve what they're getting. The people just keep being bad to them, okay? I wanna acknowledge that and challenge you, If you feel the same way, to consider this. Are we not responsible for what we allow to continue to happen? Are we not responsible for who we allow to keep accessing us in our environment? How are we responsible for who we decide to cut off or not? Sometimes people don't learn from their mistakes. They don't know how to recognize the, let's say, um, the wolves in sheep clothing. They haven't learned, maybe I need to start to be more discerning. Maybe I need to protect myself more. They just keep being the same way. So they keep leaving themselves vulnerable to the same types of attacks for the people who carry the same type of traits. So. The accountability we have to take in that is saying, I have not been proactive about protecting myself from these types of people. I have not been proactive in cutting the people off that I need to cut off. I have not been proactive in working on myself to raise my self-esteem so that I realize that I don't need to subject myself to this anymore. So your role in it, Is not doing those things. Yes, somebody said, how many people lack self-awareness? Exactly. Okay. Another reason why people will not uh, be accountable is because their ego is telling them, this isn't your fault. This isn't about you. Okay. You're not the problem. When our egos tell us all the time that we're not the problem, that's how the problem asks what the problem is. What's the problem here, right? Have you ever met those people who are so unaware of themselves that they are the drama, but they always think it's somebody else causing the drama, okay? So our egos can tell us that we have no responsibility in the matter. All of this is external and we have nothing to do with it. We have to stay accountable. Number three, paradigm shift. The third step is paradigm shifting. Your question is, which memories have you chosen to magnify? Which memories have you chosen to magnify? you will remember your life based on the memories you have chosen to magnify each and every one of us have had trauma tragedy we've had unfairness we've had people do things to us which memories have you chosen to magnify you've all in between those things you've also had victories you've also overcome things You've had great experiences. But some people choose to magnify the negative over their life. And that's what your life is. It's what you choose to magnify. Okay? The memories you choose to magnify. We have to reframe our thinking. Okay? Reframe the pain of your past because it can be leveraged for success take me for instance there was a time i kind of used to hide the the you know trauma and things that i've gone through in life from the public somebody once told me no tell your story because people will identify with you over that they will identify with that pain you can use that to draw people and that's when my eyes open so instead of hiding a pass of abuse, a pass of, you know, all kinds of issues, I put that front and center so I can say, hey, I know what you've gone through, let's band together and look for how we can resolve some issues in our lives. Somebody said, yes, I had to ask myself that question today, good, then you're aligned with this. Remember that memories are not for you to replay old offenses. So when you find yourself doing that, stop yourself. When you find yourself continuing to replay negativity, stop it. You Just like your brain sends those intrusive thoughts of pain, you can purposefully replay positive good experiences. Before I go to bed at night, a lot of times I scroll through my children's baby pictures after a stressful day, I look at their faces, and it makes me smile. It always makes me smile. So I replay memories of my children when they were babies, because I thoroughly enjoy my children. But I, I really love when they were those little babies, and because I, I love babies. And that gives me happy thoughts before I close my eyes. Use your memory to replay pleasure not pain someone says I have OCD so my mind is very repetitive It's always on replay think of your mind this way your mind is like a television you hold the remote you decide if you're going to flip the channel and you decide which channel you're gonna stay on another person says it like this You cannot stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop a bird from making a nest in your hair. You decide what you do alone. Start taking control of your thought life. Your thought life determines your life experiences, okay? And your point of view, okay? So use those memories memories for pleasure, not pain. Reframe the painful memories. So, we can use that as leverage for motivation towards our goals. Good afternoon, treasure dreams, soaps. <laughs> All right. Number four evaluate. How do you define your strengths? That's your fourth question. How would you define your strengths? Okay, so just like I said, to to take inventory of your weakness, you need to take inventory of your strengths. Your raw talents are a clue to your assignment, your God assignment on the earth, okay? Look at your strengths. Look at your resources. Sometimes you can look at your situation and think that it's completely helpless. It's completely hopeless. You don't have anything. You don't have anybody to turn to. You don't really have... And the reality is you're not really making yourself think hard enough. And the problem is, let me tell you something. The problem with that is that when people are backed into a corner and they feel like they don't have many options, they do foolish, reckless, and regretful things. Foolish, reckless, and regretful things. Because they think, well, I don't have a choice, so let me do something bad to get what I want. No. Be creative. Look at what you have around you. Who do you have around you? You do not have to resort to doing something against your morals in order to get out of your situation. The same mind that got you into your problem is the same mind that can get you out of your problem. A lot of people don't make themselves think. They give up. They, they have a defeated mindset. They don't even try to figure things out. They just complain. They ask for help. Like, you know, but they don't actually try to think their way out of their situation. So another reason why you have to take advantage of, uh, take inventory of your strengths is because if you don't know what your strengths are, guess what? most of the time other people won't know either now the reason why i say that is because um let's say you have a natural talent for uh creativity you don't really see it as anything because it's not new to you or different it's not unique it's just something you do on a daily basis which your assignment is hidden in your daily routine so you don't see your creativity as a big deal but you know, there are businesses and companies that value that, and they would love to have more creative talent on their teams. You don't pursue those kinds of activity, those types of opportunities because you don't really know that's a strength of yours. Your strength can get you out of your situation. If you can identify it, what are you good at? What comes easy to you but harder for others? Okay. That is a talent or a skill set that you need to develop. Okay. Number five. Here's your fifth question. Can you define what you want out of life? Can you define, or here's another way to say it, have you determined what you want out of life? What do you really want? We know what your mom wants. We know what your family wants. We know what your, everybody else in your life wants. What do you want? <clears throat> How do you know? Where did you get it from? Because sometimes the things that we think we want is based on what we see other have and others have and what we think people expect from us. Okay? So now at this point, you need to start envisioning your future. What do you want out of life? So determine what you want your life to look like. Okay? Because your life experience is based on your feelings, your feelings are based on your focus. Okay? So your focus is dictating your life, not people your focuses. If you have no focus, your life is chaotic, okay? So, we need to get a clear vision, crystal clear, on what we actually want. Or else we have no direction and we're not making any movements. You're just surviving, you're just in survival mode. And how long are you gonna stay in survival mode, okay? Someone says, where your attention goes, energy flows. That's right. That's right. So give yourself a focus in life. Number six, removal and reclassification. Removal and reclassification. Your sixth question is, are you willing to adjust people's access to you according to their behavior? Are you willing to adjust people's access to you to align with their behavior? Okay? Don't treat people based on who you are only. Treat them based on who they are. We have to honor all people. We have to be kind to all people. You do not have to allow all people to have access to you, blood or not. Someone says survival mode is exhausting. Absolutely. Okay. You have to distinguish people who add value to your life versus those who complicate your life. And I I just want to say, as a side note, I'm not talking about looking at people based on what they can do for you. That's not what I mean. Mainly what I'm talking about is you have to identify who is encouraging you, who's building you up who has desirable traits who who actually help you to be better a better version of you versus those people who are who make the worst come out of you versus those people who complicate your life and once you identify those people how willing are you to adjust how your interactions based on how they are you know I don't care if it's a sister, brother, mom, or dad, cousin, okay? If they have a lot of negativity with them, you need to put them on the back row. Way back there. Somebody says, it's important to build a strong foundation within. Mm -hmm. Someone else says, I am willing, she says she's willing to adjust. Uh, Someone else says, look at them genuinely for who they are. We tend to see period from potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at them for who they truly are, not who you want them to be, not their potential. Okay. All right. Number seven, adjust. Here's your seventh question. So, okay, she said people, we tend to see people from potential that's right do you set boundaries and guidelines for where you spend your time your seventh question is do you set boundaries and guidelines for where you spend your time we have to reevaluate reevaluate where we spend our time okay we have to align that with our new focus You cannot say yes to the same things you've always said yes to and expect to see a transformational change in your life. Everything is a transaction of time. When you go into work, you are exchanging your time and energy for money and possibly education or opportunity. It's an exchange of your time. It's, that's how valuable it is okay so you have to in order for things to start shifting in your life you cannot spend time the way that you normally would if you have a new goal you have to switch up how you are spending your day if you spend your day if you have all of these goals but you spend your day on the TV or on social media or on the phone, or out with friends, or sleeping all day. You have to be realistic, okay? So when I say set boundaries, here's the practical application of that. If I know, for instance, if I know that something that someone wants to invite me to is going to mess me up, with other more important plans I have planned, most of the time I'm gonna say no because I'm committed to my goals. If I don't say no, I'll say, I'll go for this amount of time. That's my boundary, then I'll leave. I set time limits on everything, everything. I set time limits on my entertainment. I spend time limits on how much I work. I spend time limits on how long I'm out. It's not like overcritical. Like it's not... Because um, people think that people who who have their whole life planned out, like they don't have any freedom. No, my life is very flexible. But it's flexible because I don't let anything in just steal my time. If people can steal your time, they can steal your peace. So when you... Have a person that's calling you, a relative, right? And you know you have things to do, but you know they're going to keep you on the phone. Set a limit there. Don't answer the phone every time they call. Let them know that you can get with them at a, at a better time. And a lot of people, they don't think that this is necessary, but it really is. Allergy, <coughs> sorry. So, if you don't, get these time thieves situated, you're gonna run into trouble. And it's not just other people, it's us. We don't have discipline with our time, and that's why we can't get things done that we want to get done. Someone says, I agree. Prioritize things that will elevate you spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally, absolutely. Okay, number eight, dismiss. Here's your eighth question. What triggers your negative thinking? What triggers your negative thinking? Somebody says, I'm working on that now. Interrogate and dismiss negative self-talk and thinking. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier. The bird may fly over your head. Don't let it make a nest in your hair. Cut those negative thoughts off. It doesn't mean don't address them. You definitely need to address them. But interrogate them. Why am I thinking like this? Where does this come from? Why do I say things like this to myself? Then cut yourself off and say something positive in its place. Do not let your thoughts run wild in your brain. Your thoughts are like toddlers. They're always screaming for attention. Look at me, look at me, look at me. I want to say something negative. I want to make you mad. I want to remind you of something negative. Pay attention to me. Ah, keep jumping out out of nowhere, all out of turn. No, make your thoughts submissive to your will. Somebody said she's working on trauma and unresolved. Yeah, unresolved past trauma. Someone else says, when you always say yes, people think you have nothing important or better to do with your time. That is so true. And one of my old mentors told me, he said, "Uh, it doesn't matter if you just want to sit at home and watch TV. Okay. Just because you are doing anything doesn't mean you're available to do whatever somebody wants you to do. That's your quality time for yourself. You need that. Because in the past, I used to be one of those people that literally, if you asked me to do something and I didn't have anything planned, I was going to show up. I didn't prioritize myself. My health was a wreck. And I couldn't lie. People will say, they'll say, can you do this? Are you available? i would say, yeah. I really wouldn't want to do it, but I would just say, yeah, because I couldn't lie to them and say I wasn't, right? But you have to learn how to handle that. Okay, <clears throat> number nine. Commit. Number nine is commit. Hi, Billy. Where do you lack necessary discipline? Where do you lack necessary discipline? That's your ninth question. Commit to a healthy lifestyle and relationships, okay? You have to commit to a healthy lifestyle. I don't know how you think you're going to have a healthy mindset if your lifestyle is unhealthy. Okay. And when I talk about having an unhealthy lifestyle, I'm not just talking about what you eat. I'm talking about how you live, how you live is how you live healthy. You know how you live. Okay. If you have unhealthy relationships, eating habits, physical habits, your house is a wreck. Your relationships are a wreck. Your family dynamic is a wreck. Your friendships are a wreck. How do you expect to have a healthy mindset? We have to get our houses in, orders, in order, guys, okay? Okay, so the problem is with commitment is most people stop committing when things no longer feel good. When you want to put boundaries on that unhealthy relationship you have with your friends or your family, and it starts to, you know, they start getting mad at you, then it doesn't feel comfortable. So you, you relent. You give in. Oh, yeah, I I know we don't ever get along, but yeah, you can move in. You are family. You know? And that's how we subject ourselves to the same type of negative cycles and then we want to blame somebody else and then don't understand our role in it at all okay someone says i have all i have been always afraid of hurting the feelings of others see that's a prison okay someone else says same i'm always afraid to hurt people's feelings i used to be very passive i'm still learning how to be assertive yes it is a prison to try to live for approval of others. You are not going to make everybody happy, but guess what? I used to be that way and I learned people will respect you when you have boundaries. Okay. Okay. So most people are going to relent when things get uncomfortable. The question is will you? Will you give in? Will you? You know because that's what discipline is about don't allow your obstacles to determine your commitment if you have to set a boundary with somebody and there's an obstacle don't allow that obstacle to make it so that you just give in and do whatever they want okay we have to be stronger than that okay anytime you want to do something great Even if it's something just great for yourself, it's gonna take commitment. And and people wanna think that confidence is the determining factor to greatness, success, commitment, discipline, but that's not it. It is dedication. Can you stay consistent with it? Even when you don't feel confident about it, can you stay consistent? Someone says, is it bad to be positive in real life and engage with negative people online? Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. I think that when we're online, it's like wearing a, a mask to a, a costume party. It gives us this uh, freedom to say what we really want to say and do what we really want to do uninhibited, right? All of the things that we try to hide or cover up, our true feelings and all of those things, we do that in real life, but we don't feel like we have to do it online. So what it is is you're just seeing the good and bad of you. The person you are online is also you. It's a part of your complexity as a human being, okay? So what I would say is address why you need to do that why you need to engage that way we're not perfect so someone says there has always been a consequence for me standing up for myself there always will be especially when you're dealing with toxic people sociopathic people or narcissists this is why you have to protect your peace by getting away from those people if you are around people who are respectful and kind who have desirable traits They will not cause, give you a consequence for standing up for yourself. You only have to deal with that when you have the wrong people in your life, okay? Number 10, and if you're just now joining us, we're talking about how to obtain and maintain a healthy mindset in 12 steps. Number 10, advice. Question is, what is your attitude towards mentorship? What is your attitude towards mentorship? We have to seek wise counsel, okay? Mentors teach the wise, but mistakes teach the fool. Mentors teach the wise, mistakes teach the fool. Fools find learning and mentorship painful. They don't like it. And that's the reason why they keep having the same problems. They don't want to listen to anybody. They don't want anybody to tell them anything. So they keep going through the same things, all right? So, but wise people seek wise counsel and they see the value in it. What is your attitude? Or let's say, what has your attitude been towards receiving counsel, towards receiving mentorship? Number 11, protect. Protect, have you set boundaries to protect your focus? Have you set boundaries to protect your focus? Someone says, I do desire to have a mentor. I have not met someone yet that I have developed that relationship. And let me say on a side note, guys, when I say mentor, I just mean someone who knows more than you on a specific topic. You're gonna have many mentors depending on the different aspects you have the different aspects of life and the different goals you have if you are trying to be healthy if you've been uh, trying to be healthy your mentor is your trainer if you have been trying to move up in your job your mentor is your boss you know if they've decided to take you under their wing your mentor is a person who's decided to help you reach your goal Okay. Or someone you look to who has achieved your goal and they are willing to pour into you. Okay. Someone says mentors teach the wise mistakes, teach the fool. Yes. Right. A mentor can be someone online. That's right. Good afternoon, bro. All right. So I would say, have you set boundaries to protect your focus, become a gatekeeper of your environment, your focus and your energy? How can you have a healthy mindset if you don't protect it? How can you have a healthy mindset if you're not a gatekeeper on who gets to dictate your focus? When I say gatekeep your environment, don't let everybody around you, don't be around everybody. Let their behavior dictate your proximity. That's number one. If you know they have drama, don't let them live with you. If you know they have drama, don't go places with them. it. Okay? Second thing, you have to be a gatekeeper of your focus. When you know somebody is ignorant and or negative, they're, they keep messaging you, texting you, trying to call you. Stop replying. Don't look at their message. You know they're going to be saying something negative. You know they're going to agitate you. Don't even look. Block, hide, mute, unfollow. All of the above. You're in a, if you're in a good mood, okay, and that one person you know that always has something negative to say, alert goes off. Now they have something else to say. Don't look at it. That's how you protect your focus and your energy. Somebody comes talking to you about something that triggers you. No, 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 I I really can't talk about that right now. I'm trying to stay positive. Maybe we could talk about it later right now. I don't have the energy for this. Okay. Someone says, Thanks so much, Mr. 2K. Uh, someone says, your peace is your power. That's right. Someone says, I have learned to absolutely love my own company. And that is good. Somebody said, block. That's right. You got to block. And someone says, what if you live with them? Don't live with them. Don't live with them. Someone says, how do you, how you do that with a co-worker? Limit your conversation. Limit your conversation with your coworker. If you have to go above them and talk to the boss and say, listen, I don't, we don't work well together. I would like to have less uh, projects with this person. We are not, we don't really align. Our personalities get in the way of our work. Personality differences. Don't engage. High and by. Uh, you know, there's many things you can do, and if you live with them, I'm serious when I say don't live with them. Don't live with them. Life is, life is short, shorter than anybody realizes. I get rid of anybody that stresses me out. Any one of my family members can tell you. It's not out of a grudge. It's not out of uh, hatred. It is out of love for myself. It is also about me understanding that they they are getting something out of being negative towards me and I want to release them from that. I, if I have to cut you off to stop you from sowing that seed, I'm going to cut you off because you don't want to uh try to hurt me don't don't try to hurt me don't try to talk down to me don't try to lie on me don't try to hurt me because God's gonna deal with you I'm gonna cut you off so you won't have access to me because I'm helping you by cutting you off okay number twelve and this is one of the biggest Points that I want to drive home. Someone says, life is too precious to be holding on to anger, bitterness, and hatred. Good vibe. Somebody asked me the other day, oh, is, where is so-and-so? Uh, uh, talking about a, re- a relative. Where is so-and-so? I saw this person posted that they were over here and over there. You know, I said, I don't know where they are. Because... Uh, when you cut somebody off, when I cut somebody off, that's it. I'm not following up. I'm not looking, looking for you. That's it, okay? Number 12 is educate. Here's your question. Who are you learning from and who is learning from you? Who are you learning from and who is learning from you? I say, who are you learning from? Because you are always learning from someone, whether you know it or not. You are learning by observation. You are learning what to accept, what not to accept. You're learning a lot. We're always learning, Okay, We don't always do it on purpose. And in the same way somebody is learning from you, they are looking at you and learning from your example and depending on how you are living you might be setting a bad example for that person are you aware of who's learning from you who's in your environment that's watching you okay are you setting a good example for them we have to once we become aware of our weaknesses and all of those different things we have to start educating ourselves we have to start developing ourselves as soon as possible. Okay. Never, never, never stop. It's a lifelong journey of self education. When you stop learning, you have forgotten what is important. You've forgotten what is most important. If I were to stop reading books. Okay. If I, if I were to stop improving myself and, but I continue to do this. That means I don't really care about you. That that means I don't really care about who's listening to me. I've gotten sidetracked. I don't think I need to know anything more. I think I know it all. I keep learning because I remember I cannot pour if I'm not poured into. I got to keep learning. I got to make it a priority. So I got to get offline. Listen to my books or read my books. I make myself do that because of my commitment to my assignment, okay? So start to identify the character traits you want to develop and start educating yourself there. Wherever you are most passionate about like improving, that's where you start educating yourself because if you're passionate about it, you're also going to be passionate about learning about it. If you're not really passionate about like overcoming something or developing this new character trait you know say you want to uh let's say you need to improve in your finances but you're not passionate about it if you're not passionate about it you're not even gonna finish that book your energy towards learning is always going to be dictated by your passion okay always remember that reading is your advantage reading your is your advantage over people who do not read Knowledge is your weapon in life, okay? Knowledge is your weapon. So when I look at young ladies who are struggling through life, I hurt for them because what's happening is the lack of knowledge is why they're depressed. They don't know how to get out of their situation, they don't know how, they don't have the tools to overcome mentally. They don't know have the tools to better their situation and if you try to tell them to read books and start educating themselves they they don't want to hear that they just want to answer now but the best thing i can tell you anybody is you have to read and i'm not you know you don't have to read a physical book. listen to the audio audiobooks, listen to videos whatever but you've got to that's how you transform into this person that brings you into the new season. It's not somebody out there that's going to bring you to a higher place, it's you. It's the person you become that ushers into that new season. Someone says, life is too precious. No, way. I read that already. Someone says, I continue to fill my mind with knowledge and wisdom every day. Also, I apply information I learn. That's good. Someone says, what's a craftsman without his tools? That's right. You can't build your new life without tools. Okay? Okay. So how long have I been going? I don't know. (laughs) But I'm going to start just giving some wisdom keys now. Okay? So that was your 12th. And remember, this is going to be available on LeBoseLifeLessons.com and every other streaming platform, okay? So I'm going to give you some. All right. Here's just some certain things that will help you shift your mindset, all right? We build our world around words, negative words and positive words. The words that you're thinking, the words that you're saying, the words that you are receiving and accepting from other people. That's making your reality. When people say negative things about you and you believe it, that's sculpting your mindset, which is determining how you see things, which determines what you do. If you are accepting the things the people in the past have said about you, the things your relatives, your loved ones, your significant others are saying, if you, if you build your life around negative words, Your life will be negative. So if you're having a negative experience in life, my question to you is, have you built your life around negative words that have been said about you? Okay? Build your life around positive words. Another thing is, books unlock hidden chambers within. Let books be your narcotic. Let books and learning be your narcotic. Let Become addicted to learning. Learning unlocks things. It unleashes things. It turns the key inside of you that unlocks your creativity and your greatness. But so many people walk through life never really seeing their full potential because they don't want to teach themselves anything. Here's another thing. Unhappy people live in the past or the future, but never the present. Unhappy people live in the past or the future, but never the present. I love nostalgia, but we cannot stay in the past. If you are focused on the past, you're always going to see the present as a letdown. If you always think that your life sucks and Maybe in the future, oh, I can't wait till I do this. Then that's when I'll be happy when this happens. I'll tell you something. Even when it happens, you won't be happy. It won't be good enough. So you have to live in the now, okay? Enjoy what you can be happy about now. Another thing is trying is what makes you grow. So you don't want to avoid the difficult paths in life. If you give up every time things are difficult, you do not grow, okay? And this is another reason why people stay stuck, is because they skirt difficulty. Anytime anything gets rough, they they jump ship. That is a negative habit that will keep you stuck, okay? Here's another one. Defeat is a great teacher. Defeat is a great teacher. Because when you fail, you can take that as a learning experience and understand what does not work. When you understand what does not work, at least you can release that and say, I'm not going to repeat this pattern. This does not work. It really isn't giving me what I want out of life. Okay? So let defeat be your teacher. Okay? Another thing is create happiness, don't just seek it. A lot of people seek happiness, but they don't create it. When I say create happiness, what I mean is giving happiness, being a happy person and sharing that with other people, celebrating other people, not just being the person who wants to take happiness. What have you done for me? Why haven't y'all done this for me? But actually being a person who carries that happiness within you, and brings happy experiences to other people's lives. Okay, so be a giver of happiness. Another thing to remember is most of our problems are arbitrary and your ego will let those problems stop you from reaching your goals. A lot of times, let me give you an example. When it comes to health and wellness, and I'm going to stop here because I don't know how, how long I've been going. A lot of people, when it comes to health and wellness, for instance, they give up. They'll say something like, well, I, had to, I lost my job, so I couldn't go to the gym as often. Or they'll say something like, oh, well, my cousin passed away, and I've just been so depressed, so you know, I haven't been eating well, and I stopped going to the gym. Or they may say something like, that's not arbitrary, but, um, let's say something like, um, oh, my daughter, she's been going through a rough time. She, we have been arguing and, and, uh, you know, it's basically any type of reason. Anything that causes discomfort is a reason to not stay committed to your goal. Okay. Our ego is what tell, gives us a pass and lets us think it's okay to not really try or that we've tried good enough we've we've done enough okay when you think you've done enough that sets you up for a, a victim mentality when you think you've done enough and you really haven't that's when you start thinking well I've done enough so I should be at this level so if I'm not, it's because somebody else is being unfair to me, and they are causing this. They're a part of the reason why I'm not where I need to be, and that is a delusion. And, and I, I have to be quite honest. I've had that mindset before. To be very transparent with you, I have had that mindset before in some aspects, feeling like Sometimes when you feel like you want something really bad, it almost tricks you into thinking you deserve it just because you want it a lot. It almost tricks you into thinking that you have worked hard enough for it. And when you don't get it because you haven't worked hard enough, you start looking around and feeling like somebody is like holding you back. And it's they are the reason why you're not reaching your goals and your potential. And that is a lie, it's it's self-deluded, and we have to let go of that because guess what? If you take ownership in your circumstance, it's powerful. If you say, this is my fault, it's my fault. Let's just say, even the things that other people played a role in, and you look at your circumstance and you say, this is my fault. That's powerful because now you know who has the power to change it. See, when you leave other people at blame and at fault for the things that happen in your life, you've made it so now that they're the person that needs to do something to fix your life. And if they would just do this and that, and then my life would be right. No. I'm going to say, I should have done better. Now that forces me to do better. And not to accept the, the behavior I accepted from others, and not to accept my own BS. Do you know what I mean? We have to get tired of our own crap that's been holding us back. And that takes maturity. So, I hope you guys like this lesson on mindset. It's gonna be available soon. And, uh, you know, leave your comments, share, and all that good stuff. And uh, let's keep the conversation going online. And I really appreciate you guys' comments and questions. I will see you next time. And remember, you can change if you really want to. Thank you, Violet. Have a great day. Bye, guys.